This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? How are we feeling? This is my 10th time recording this intro because I can't get it right. I don't know why. I think this is it. I have a good feeling about this one and I can't do this again. So here we go. How are we doing? Let me paint the picture for you. It's Tuesday, the 23rd. How is August almost over? How is this year almost over? I don't I'm going to need some answers. Okay, that's what I need. I need some answers. Anyway, it's 4.33 p.m. And it's just going to be us today. I have a few things I want to get into. I'm trying this new thing where I'm recording the video of myself. But here's the thing, okay? When I record by myself, I use these like big daddy headphones, which I love because the sound is just amazing while I'm recording. I feel like I'm like a singer. I don't know. I love it. But they're not cute. Okay, they're not that cute. I'm not one of those girls that can pull them off, I don't think, because I have like a really big head. So (laughs) like hats and accessories on my head just like don't look that great, you know? So we'll see if I even end up using this, but I'm having so much fun with like video content right now that I want to record the episodes even when it's just me. Okay, cool. So let me update you real quick. I just got back from spending a week in Costa Rica, which was so nice. I actually did not want to leave this time, which is such a different feeling for me because yes, I love being home and I love being with my mom and seeing my friends and being with Ollie, obviously the love of my fucking life. But if you listen to the pod, then you know I have like kind of a tricky situation at home and unfortunately it's a little bit anxiety inducing sometimes therefore I'm usually ready to dip you know what I mean but this time was different for a few reasons and I will keep you updated on that later I just don't want to talk about it right now because it's like happening right now I know this is so cryptic but bottom line is a bitch had a great time okay I had so it was like peaceful which I haven't been able to say about being home in a long time so it was really nice and really refreshing and I got to see so many friends that I never really get to see because I usually don't try to see that many people either because I don't know it's usually just like quick I want to spend time with my mom etc but this time I got to see so many friends and it was just so nice honestly I didn't post really on IG like as in on my feed I kind of took an intentional break from that because I'm really trying to think about my content and what I want to be creating and I'm just working on like revamping everything and elevating everything I'm completely changing unwinding as well like the colors and everything I just want to be improving always and I'm feeling a change so slowly and surely I will be making some changes and I don't mean like nothing is changing with the podcast. Don't you worry. Just 
just kind of the branding. I'm trying to just revamp it and make it match like what I feel and what I like right now. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm just working on trying to be a little more intentional with my content as a whole. So it was really nice to just kind of sit back and strategize and do research and write and think and analyze my content. And I feel like I haven't done that in such a long time. It was definitely due like a moment of observation and introspection I think is always important. I feel like I do that all the time with myself, you know, but like with my feelings, not with my actual content and seeing as it's a part of my job, I think it's really important. So that's kind of what I've been doing lately is just working on re-strategizing a little bit and really thinking about what I want to create and how I want to show up because I have so many, like I have such a clear vision of how I want to show up, let's say, with my brand, M Club, and the things that I want for it, and that's like one part, right? And then I have such a clear vision of how I want to show up, and the things that I want to do, and the things that I want to talk about, etc., on the podcast. And this is just like, I mean, I always say this, but I, I love this part of my life so much, and it just feels so natural, you know what I mean? So that's that's how I know that I'm doing something right. I had coffee with a friend while I was home and we were talking about the podcast and everything. And she was like, she was like, fuck man, that sounds like so time consuming. And I was like, yeah, but you know what? I would do this for the rest of my life, no matter what, like whether I made money or not. Obviously I have plans and goals and I will monetize this at some point, but I'm being really just careful and strategic and keeping my head up. And I have a goal and I'm not gonna get impatient with that and and truthfully it's it's I don't even think about it because I enjoy this so much that I don't care um so obviously that's a goal but I'm in no rush you know so what what why what was I even saying oh yeah re-strategizing so I'm doing a lot of that and it feels really nice and I'm also doing that with like my life so I'm just being like ruthless about what is in my life right now like I even just mean in my home, like in my closet, the things that I buy, the things that I read, the things that I listen to, what I'm watching, who I'm spending time with, everything. I'm just being super fucking picky and it's making me really happy. So I really recommend that. <laughs> Sometimes I think we get on autopilot and that's all well and good, right? But it's also worthwhile to sit for a moment and just kind of take a step back and look at what's going on and analyze what's been working, what hasn't been working, what you want more of, what you want less of, and adjust accordingly. And that's what I'm doing. Okay, so that's my first update. And just that being home was beautiful. I've been, oh my God, I got on Hinge again. Okay, we're going to talk about that later though. We're going to talk about Hinge and dating a little bit later because... I have, I have some thoughts. A bitch has some thoughts. Doesn't she always? Okay, here's what I want to talk about today though. First of all, I want to talk about one thing that I'm working on and that I'm trying to let go of. And this is the need for control in many aspects, but mainly in the way that I attempt to control my emotions. I try to control them. I try to predict them and I do this in the hopes that I'll be able to navigate them with more ease if I know what's coming. Unfortunately for me, our emotions don't really work this way, right? Or mine don't, at least. I remember one day in therapy, I was having a great week after a sequence of 
pretty bad week, well, months, honestly. And for anybody who doesn't know, I was in therapy for an eating disorder. So there were just months of like really hard work and a lot of exposure, meaning I was being challenged to work on the unhealthy behaviors and patterns that I had been engaging in. Okay. So I was having a really good week, which subtitles just means I wasn't doing those things. And I was eating and enjoying to eat and not feeling guilty. Like I was just having a great week. I wasn't anxious. And I really remember this vividly. And so I was telling Steph, I was telling Steph, my therapist, I said, you know, I was telling her how happy I felt and how free I felt and how full I felt um, in more ways than one and how low my anxiety was, etc. But I remember this day I kept ending each sentence with like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to feel tomorrow or I don't know if tonight I'm going to, something's going to happen or I'm going to start to feel anxious. I don't know if my anxiety is going to come back like rushing tomorrow, like whatever. And she just looked at me and she was like, okay, you know, if that happens, we'll deal with it. But that's not what's happening right now. So how about we just enjoy this current moment and this current feeling. And I know that probably sounds so simple, right? Like kindergarten shit. But to me, it was a complete revelation of like, oh, wow. So I'm I'm actually allowed to enjoy this present moment, to enjoy this present feeling and not worry or try to predict how long it'll last or what emotion is going to come next. Because A, that's on... All that's doing is robbing me of my current feeling, which was a good feeling. And B, I'm not fucking psychic. So no matter how much I try to sit here and think about what's coming next, I truly have no idea. And C, just to add to B, I'm a moody bitch, okay? So the likelihood of experiencing a million new emotions at any given moment is high. And I know that. And I'm okay with that. So anyway, I wanted to say this because I feel like we constantly try to control our emotions and sometimes by doing that we don't allow ourselves to fully enjoy whatever we're feeling like even today this is happening to me today okay tuesday august 23rd 444 angel numbers okay i'm having a really good day and i had a great day yesterday i'm feeling fucking great like i feel so inspired after to be honest, months of not feeling inspired in terms of my content. When I say that, I never am really talking about the podcast because if there's one thing that I like never feel a doubt for, that's not true. I do. But I usually I have so many thoughts that I always feel inspired, but I mean more so just like in other in the other things that I'm doing. Okay. I'm feeling inspired. I have a new plan. I've been, you know, like I said, strategizing. I've been taking care of myself. I feel good like i feel happy not everything is perfect obviously like we all know that why am i fucking disclaiming it but i feel good and today i was like oh man like you know it it went through my head i was like i wonder if i'm gonna feel this way the rest of the week like i just it's almost like i feel like i have to take advantage of this feeling because i don't know how long it'll last when in reality i already know that that's not within my control like of like it is to a certain extent and we'll get into that But more importantly, why the fuck am I spending my time thinking about, oh my God, when is this feeling going to end? You know, because I haven't felt anxious. I feel good, like I said, whatever. 
why am I spending my time worrying about how long this is going to last instead of just fucking enjoying it? And I feel like this is this is like a metaphor for so many other things that we do. I was just talking to one of my, one of my best friends. She was telling me how, you know, it's so crazy in this industry that we're in where it's almost sometimes never enough. I think this again can be can be applicable to so many different industries, but for example, we were talking about just how I told her like I wonder if I'll ever feel sufficient because I sometimes feel, and I mentioned mentioned this in my episode with Moongi when I was so excited to hit 10K on IG, and then when I did it, I was like, oh, you know, it was like, whatever. Not that I'm not grateful for it, not that I wasn't grateful for it. I cried that day. I was so happy. But then a minute later, it was like, okay, on to the next goal. And that's all well. Like, it's good. I It's a blurry line of having goals and being ambitious while also taking the moment to appreciate what you've done and what's in front of you. Because all we all we have is what is the present moment and the things that we have in that present moment. So it doesn't even fucking matter all the things that we're going to achieve and all the things that we want to achieve if we're not taking the time to even appreciate the things that we have. You know what I mean? And so I just got so sidetracked. But we were just talking about how will it ever be enough? You know, like will it ever be enough? Will there ever be a moment where we sit and we look at what we have and what we've created and the community that we've built or whatever it is and say like, oh, wow, like this is enough for me. And it's a tricky, it's like I said, it's tricky because I think we can feel proud and we can appreciate what we have and we can also simultaneously want more. I think that's a very valid place to live in. But I think we don't stop enough and take a moment and look around and think, wow, holy fuck, like I'm, I'm, I'm doing things that I am so proud of. And even if it's little things, like I feel like when I say that, I have to justify or disclaim that I'm not talking about huge milestone moments. I've said that before. It's like we, we strive so hard to tick off the things on our list that are like extraordinary. When in reality, the ordinary moments are so beautiful as well and so important as well and deserve so much more recognition. And we'd probably be happier if we spent more time celebrating little moments because they happen so much more frequently, you know? So anyway, back to emotions. So I want to talk about not letting our emotions control us and how we can stop trying to control them, but also how to let them exist at the same time. It's like a little bit of a mind fuck, you know? So how do we do this? How do we not let our emotions take control of us, stop trying to control them, but let them be present at the same time? How do we do that? I mean, I have no fucking idea. I'm not a therapist. But what I can tell you is I think some sometimes things are kind of blurry and I think that's okay. I'm a white or black kind of bitch, as you guys know. It's either a yes or no for me. There's no really maybes. So blurriness is not something that I love. But here's kind of where I'm at with this. I feel like I have been in therapy enough and done a lot of work on myself to the point where I'm able to identify a feeling and I'm able to have a moment with myself to understand what that feeling is and what I need to cope with said feeling. Do I always give myself what I need? No, but today's not about me, okay? When I say that I don't want my emotions to control me and I don't want to control them, I still recognize them. I still acknowledge them, and I think that's something maybe we fail to do sometimes is to avoid, okay, we go into avoidance, a little avoidance where we don't want to feel uncomfortable feelings because we think that 
if we don't acknowledge them, they're just going to go away. I've done this. I don't recommend doing this, okay? Because yeah, you can ignore them, but they're probably going to come back because they're needy and annoying like that and they like to be addressed, okay? They like to have their moment. Now, when I feel good, I try to let myself enjoy that feeling and run with it. I try to not be like, oh, how long is this going to last? Or, you know, when is my anxiety going to hit? Is it going to come hit me tonight? Am I going to be anxious tonight? I can't always predict when my feelings are going to switch or when I'm going to feel anxious. So I'm just trying to let go of that. Like just even letting go of the desire to control them because I can't. Like I really fucking can't. So why am I doing it? So even today when I was feeling that, I quickly had a moment with myself and I was like, no, what the fuck are you doing? No, enjoy this moment. We'll worry about what comes when it comes, when and if it comes, you know? So I want to read this quote that I heard by, or that I read by Richard Carlson. No idea who he is. I hope he's like a nice, decent man because I'm quoting him. I have no fucking clue who he is, but I loved the quote. Okay, it summarizes what I'm trying to tell you and the reminder that I want you to take from this episode. He says, the trick is to be grateful when your mood is high and graceful when it is low. And I could not have said it better. So before we wrap up this little emotion moment, I just want to give you like a little quick guide. Okay, a little three step guide that can hopefully be helpful the next time you're trying to manage your emotions or just something to think about because I just, I don't, I think our emotions can't always lead us. Our emotions aren't facts. Our thoughts aren't always true. So letting our feelings and emotions be the driving force of situations and of our days, I think that can be like kind of a tricky game to play, you know? So here we go. Let's get into my little guide. Put it in your toolbox. Okay, I love a good toolbox. Okay, so let's get into this little three-step, whatever the fuck we want to call it. So step one, I want you to say hello to whatever emotion is currently coming. Say hi, and if it's helpful, give it a label, okay? So for instance, I'm going to take it back to the last day when I felt pretty bummed out. I'm going to use that as an example. So the first step if you're feeling something. And I feel like this is more, I feel like this guide is more for when you're feeling something uncomfortable because obviously when we feel good, there's no need to really be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like when you're feeling good, just roll with it, enjoy it, have a great day. But also I will say, recognize it, you know, like just recognize like, wow, I feel so good today. Like I'm, I'm so grateful that I feel so good today. If you haven't been feeling good lately, think about what's different. What did you do today that's different? What did you do yesterday that's different? What do you think were some of the things that contributed to you feeling so good today? Let's make note of those things so that we can do them more often. Let's recognize the patterns if there are any, okay? But let's say you're not feeling that great. So let's say we're having an anxious day, we're feeling bummed. I think just recognizing and acknowledging how we feel is step one. Like just again, kindergarten shit, okay? Step two, I think everything is, okay, I'm not gonna say everything, but I think so much of life is perspective and the narrative that we attach to things. So, you know, on this day, I'm feeling bummed and I'm feeling this and that and a list of other emotions that are not that great. So I could sit there and be like, yeah, like I'm, I feel so bummed today. Like I'm not gonna, you know, I feel like I'm gonna half-ass my work. I feel like I don't wanna work out. I don't wanna do this. 
I'm like annoyed that I'm sad, whatever, the list goes on. Maybe that's the conversation that's going on in your head. How can we switch this narrative? How can we have a little perspective? How can we sit for a moment and be like, okay, I'm bummed because of X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to be compassionate with myself today and I'm going to understand and remind myself that all of these emotions are valid and all of these emotions are visiting me right now. They're not permanent, they're temporary, and they're here for a reason. And if you can have that moment with yourself, maybe you do it just by, I don't know, sitting and talking to yourself. I do that all the fucking time. My neighbors must think I'm nuts, okay? Or maybe you sit and journal, or maybe you pray, or maybe in the shower you think about it, or maybe you call somebody, or maybe you discuss it with your therapist. Maybe you text a friend or you voice note a friend because you can't figure out your feelings and why you feel a certain way. I think that's step one and two is identifying the emotion, understanding the emotion, and trying to look at it from a place of compassion and understanding. Okay, so instead of being like, wow, like I'm so bummed because X, Y, and Z, da, 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 and then keep going down that hill, recognize why, and then think about, okay, well, these, these feelings are valid. I think something that I try to do for my friends when they come to me is I validate their feelings. And that doesn't always mean I won't tell them what I actually feel. You know what I mean? But I think you can validate somebody's feelings and you can also, I mean, obviously it depends like how close you are and stuff. But like if one of my best friends is coming to me and she's upset because of whatever reason, let's say I think there's something that she could have done or, you know, I understand I don't know. You get what I'm trying to say, right? Like, let's say there's two sides to, to the story. I will validate her feelings, but I will, I will also say like, you know what? I understand why, you know, the guy that you're fighting with felt that way because maybe this and this and this and this, like whatever. You can have like this dialogue with somebody, but I think validating your own feelings is also something that you can do if you sit and think about why are these feelings here? And we usually know, like we know where these things come from. We know where our feelings come from, I feel like. I know when I'm tired or when I'm cranky or when I'm PMSing or when I'm bummed or when I'm anxious or when I'm nervous about something or when it's a mix of fucking 10 emotions. Like I know all these things. Sometimes it takes me a moment to sit and think, but I feel like nine times out of 10, we can figure out our feelings by ourselves. But if you can't, that's fine. Sometimes I can't either. So just saying, okay. So step one and two, right, is say hi and let's like shift the perspective. And step three, I want you to think about what is actually something within your control right now. So these feelings are present, we've identified them, and we know why we're feeling them. What is one thing, just one, what is one thing that is within your control to do to help yourself feel better? And this could be fucking anything. Like it could be as simple as I'm going to call my friend and talk about it because that's something hard for me when I don't feel great or when I'm going through something, I just internalize things always. And that would be step three for me maybe one day is, oh, you know what? I'm actually going to sit and I'm going to voice note M and I'm going to tell her everything I'm feeling right now because I, I need somebody to just hear me out. I need somebody to give me feedback. I need somebody to validate what I'm feeling right now. Or maybe it's, I'm going to go, I'm going to fucking stop working at 3 p.m. and I'm going to take a nap because that's what I need right now. And then if I feel better, I will get back to work after. Obviously, I know we're all in different situations. So like you, you adjust step three based on what you need and what is within your control. 
So that's it. Just do one thing. I just want you to do one thing that will help move that feeling just at least 1% better. That's it. Okay? That's it really. And I don't know why I felt like talking about emotions, but future tripping about our emotions. I've had this like conversation multiple times in the last little bit. And I think it's something that we all do. So I just wanted to like start the conversation. I don't know if that was helpful, but let me know. Okay? Now let's talk about dating real quick. Dating on Hinge. I'm back on Hinge. I'm back on Hinge. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Unfortunately, because that means I have to deal with men. And fortunately, because that means I have to deal with men. You know what I mean? So I decided to just like fuck it and just get on. And I've been having fun. I was going to say so much fun, but like that's a stretch. I've been having fun. I'm not taking it seriously. I'm just like seeing what's out there. You know, I'm just, I don't know, just like having a little fun. And I'm sad to report that 75% of the men in my likes look like murderers. But you know what? Like I said, I'm just having fun that's okay. If you're on my close friend's story on IG, then you have seen some of the fuckery that I've been encountering. And I have a few thoughts after being on Hinge for approximately, I want to say, seven business days. First thought, I'm so sorry to whoever I disrespected at Hinge, Hinge Inc., okay? Because that is the only explanation I have for the motherfucking matches you are sending my way and labeling as most compatible I mean, listen, I I am not trying to be a bitch. I'm really not, okay? But what the fuck? It's, It's honestly just a little offensive. I don't know who I pissed off at Hinge or if the algorithm is just out to get me. Am I shadow banned? Is that a thing? Am I shadow banned on Hinge? I don't know. Let me know. I mean, honestly, Hinge, if you're listening, you're making me laugh. So it's all good, you know? I I appreciate the entertainment, no hard feelings, but I will say the disrespect is getting a little out of hand, okay? And I, again, I'm not trying to be a bitch. It's just fucking nuts, dude. Like, if you haven't been on Hinge, you get this, like, notification, and it says, um, Lisa and, I don't know, David, um, we think you are the most compatible based on X, Y, and Z, which I don't know what the fuck X, Y, and Z are, and then I open it, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, It's honestly probably the most uncompatible for me. That's what it's been. So anyway, I just, and I've been sending it to my friends and everybody tells me the same shit. They're like, dude, the most compatible is fucked. So I don't know, Hinge, what is going on? Okay, number two. Okay, listen up. Jeff from Michigan, 32511, which is probably code for 5'9". I don't give a flying fuck how your day was and you don't care about mine so how about you ask me a little something else how about you just get a little creative okay my profile if i do say so myself has a lot of content that you can work with i have a picture of ollie on there there's a picture of me in the desert there's a picture of like a fucking pizza there's a little bikini moment like you have so much to work with my man, okay? I cannot do another, hi, how was your day? Because I'll tell you how my day was. It was great and I don't give a fuck how yours was. Drinks Friday? I'm serious though. Collectively, please, can we get creative? Can we just get a little creative? Is that asking for so much? Like, I'll give you an example. This guy liked me on Hinge and I thought he was cute. So instead of just like leaving the conversation open for him to begin with, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna take matters into my own hands with this guy, okay? I think the photo he liked, which again, says a lot, says a lot, which picture they're liking. If you're liking my bikini picture, it's a test and you failed, okay? If you're liking Ollie's picture, you passed. 
with flying colors. I think he liked Ollie's picture first. And so I responded and I was like, I know, right? It's unfair how handsome he is or some shit. I don't know what I said. And then we kept going from there and it was great. I think we're still talking. I don't know. Or this other guy, he was like, what did he say? He was like, oh, wow, that place looks insane. Where is that? It was um, a picture of me in Vegas when I went to see Manana in the like buttfuck of the desert. And I was like, oh, like it's in Vegas. Um, I was there for like a work trip and I was seeing one of my best friends, like da, 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 da. Like give them something to work with. If they're being creative, give them something to work with. I will say it takes two. Okay. Don't just like leave shit open-ended on both sides unless you don't give a fuck which is fine if you don't but then get the fuck off hinge okay i know that we're all like sick of dating apps i know we're all saturated we're tired we're flooded with fucking murderers and with options we don't care i get it but i think if you're gonna be on it and you're gonna like people like you can still have fun and not take things too seriously but you can also simultaneously try to have like an enjoyable fun conversation do you know what i mean like if somebody, if one more guy likes me and sends me a, hi, how was your day? I, you better be fucking hot and tall is what I'm saying. Okay. Last thought. I felt embarrassed for being on Hinge. I don't know why. I was like, I keep running into so many of my fucking neighbors on this app, like just guys that live in my building. And I was like, it's so awkward and it made me not want to be on it. I was like, I don't want somebody that I know to see me on this thing because I think it's humiliating. And that's why I just kept getting off it. I also just, honestly, what I said to you guys before still stands. I much rather meet people in real life, but you know what? I don't even know. I was in the fucking mood to download it and to get on it. So that's why I'm on it. There's, it's like, there's no science behind why I'm there. There's not too much thought I just felt like it. That's it. I might get bored and I might delete it tomorrow because that's how, that's that's me and my moods, you know? But anyway, I was like, I kept putting myself on the app and then deleting it because I was like, this is so embarrassing, you know? And it's what, like, what? Why is it embarrassing? Everybody does it. And even if everybody didn't do it, why is it embarrassing? Like if I'm in the mood to do it and have fun and be on it, like, why am I embarrassed? I don't understand. This is where I get so mean to myself because if I saw somebody that I knew on the app, I would never be like, oh my God, like what's he doing on Hinge? Like I would never think that way. I'd just be like, oh, he's on Hinge. But for some reason that rule doesn't apply to me. It like makes no sense. So that's why the other day I was like, fuck it. Like what? So stupid. Anyway, one more thing to go along with this. And this is just like a general reminder. I just made a TikTok about it. It's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed. And it's so true. The bigger the deal that you make about something, like negatively, the bigger it's going to get. I think the way that we narrate something to ourselves and our minds is huge. So instead of thinking of me being on Hinge as something embarrassing, I'm like, fuck it. I'm having fun. I'm laughing. Hinge be doing me super fucking dirty, but it's funny. I'm talking to some like seemingly normal dudes. Who cares? It's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed, period. I have one last reminder for you today, okay? And it's for anybody in an unhappy relationship, anybody single, anybody dating, anybody trying to make new friends, or anybody in the process of putting themselves out there in any capacity. Let me remind you, when you are opening the door to your life and to you, I really hope you know the value 
that is behind that door. I really hope that you know the value that is your essence and you and your personality and your presence and your life. And I hope you know this. I hope you know your value and your worth because when you do, you won't let people talk crazy to you. You won't put up with situations that are making you feel insecure, confused, upset, unsafe, embarrassed. You know, I often feel like people are too scared to be alone or to be or too unwilling to be alone or they don't want to be uncomfortable by being alone and that brings them to settle. And this can be in friendships as well. I'm not just speaking about romantic situations. So let me remind you, your loneliness is not an invitation to settle. Please, please, please do not let your feelings of loneliness drive you into situations that are less than what you deserve because that is 100% in your control. There's so many things we can't control in this fucking life, but who you spend your time with, who you allow into your life, your partner or partners, no judgment here, okay? But do they have a brother? Let me know. Who you allow into your life is 100% in your control. Remember that being alone and lonely are two very different things. You can feel lonely, that's okay, you'll be fine. You can feel lonely and you can still not let it open the door to things that you know, that you know in your gut, okay? Are not what you want your gut i feel like it sounds like gross to say that but like your intuition okay you know you know when somebody is good for you whether it's a partner a friend a family member anything an employee a co-worker like the list goes on you know so that's it that's all for today quick short well quick it's fucking 40 minutes but i feel like I'm going to edit a little bit down. I hope there was something in here you needed. Let me know what it was. I have so many bomb fucking episodes coming for you. Okay, I'm feeling so inspired. And I just want to bring you guys the best content that I can. I'm working on a breakup boot camp episode, which I think will be so helpful to just like always have and always be able to go back to. I have a social media growth episode coming, a journaling for manifestation episode coming, more abundant bitch episodes, just like so much, okay? So much fun shit is coming and I'm so excited. So that is all for today. I will see you guys next week. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Hit me up, okay? Hit me up on IG or wherever. I mean, I don't know where else. Where else can you hit me up? On TikTok? You can hit me up there as well. Okay, I love you guys and... I will see you next week. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.